If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy Hump Day to everyone in the sports universe. It is December the 29th, 2021. This is the AM Drive on 12 on Sports, and we are live. Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. Aaron, what is going on? Mm, not a whole lot. Uh, got some happy news, some sad news today's show, and uh, just ready to dive in. All righty. This show is presented by Pick'em Wars. Make picks against the spread every week to win real cash prizes. Pick'em Wars is 1,000% free to play, which makes it that much better. Compete against friends and us here at AM Drive for the ultimate bragging rights. Support the show. Go to www.pick'emwars.com fly. That's pick'emwars.com slash f. L-Y. And we are flying here into the AM Drive. And Aaron, I want to remind people, today around 5 o'clock Eastern, they're going to have a deadline for making your bowl game picks. There's like 10 or 12 of them to choose from. They're all against the spread. I'm going to join, but I'm waiting until the last second so that way I see all the roster moves. Yeah, I think I already made my picks. I'm checking here. I'm pretty sure I already made my bowl bonanza or... My Pick'emores Bull Bonanza picks. Let me make sure here. Oh, I got to log in. Oh, crap. It's going to take me a minute. You go ahead. All right, fair enough. Well, Aaron, there's some spectacular news that dropped last night that you thought we could leave the show off with. And Aaron, <laughs> Woo! All right. Kyle Guy, a friend of the show, well, one-time friend of the show, and former national champion, has agreed to a hardship contract with the Miami Heat. Aaron, this is a match made in my kind of basketball heaven, okay? I know we're going to have the buzz later on in the show, but Aaron, that dude was one of my favorite guests. I mean, we had a donut guy who was awesome. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Guy, man, the fact that he was an NBA player and the fact that he was just really cool, one of our best guests we've had. Yeah, very down to earth, uh, just very humbled, uh, was super interested in talking to us. And, and I know that, you know, sometimes you get people like, uh, I would say of a stature, you know, close to his or even higher. And they just, you know, you don't really want to give you the time of day. And uh, he sat down with us and we talked about his foundation. And, yeah, he was a super awesome, awesome interview. Yeah, well, I believe my first ever NFL, my first ever interview was an NFL player who I will leave team list and nameless because I don't want to burn bridges here. But he was he was kind of like, uh, just kind of boring. Kyle was like, dang, that was how he was in the interview after the game. That's what he was here. That's just who he is. Cool guy. You can also support his foundation. So that was pretty cool as well. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll if he uh, if he stays on for the rest of the year, we'll have to see what happens. Is because he has a chance now. Is you have a ten day as a hardship contract, right? Yeah, and I'm telling you, man, like this was Stanley Johnson with the Lakers. I really think this is helping a lot of guys. Like Stanley Johnson was a draft bust in the lottery. Mm-hmm. He was not good, and now he's fighting hard on defense. He's providing spark plays. For a Lakers team that needs it this year, I think Kyle Guy, I've always said it, I don't want to use the hard-working white guy narrative, but I will say that Kyle Guy, 
I've always liked his effort. He never stops. And that's what Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson do. Right. And you have to look at a situation where, uh, you know, there's other guys that you've heard of, like Greg Monroe is now uh, <laughs> getting signed and things like that. Like it's, it's, I mean, the, the league has now used a record 542 players to yeah. play a game. So, and we're not even halfway through it. <laughs> For sure. One last thing I'll say about this is I'd rather have a guy who works his butt off, even though he's not great. Like, let's see, I don't think Kyle Guy's a great defender, like, if, if I'm being fair. But Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson aren't either. But I would rather have guys that work their butts off than a guy like, let's say, Lonzo Ball, for example, who's a lead on defense. What if Lonzo Ball has never tried? There's some guys who are just lazy and refuse to play. I feel like Kyle Guy's one of the guys, he doesn't care how good or bad he is. He'll play until he's done. So I like that. What's that old saying? Uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Ooh, you're old. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I've heard that before, yes. So, yeah, you never know. He might, he might get a show. We're rooting for him here on the AM Drive, so let's just put it that way. Kyle, we're rooting for you. And, and obviously, you're to Mike's favorite team, so that's, uh, that's an even more of a reason to root for him. All right. Aaron, someone got blindsided here hours before NC State was going to play UCLA in the Holiday Bowl. UCLA pulled out and said they had a they couldn't. And here's the quote: "Here they could not start their defensive. They don't have a defensive line." <clears throat> now, I get the COVID thing, but I'm kind of on NC State's side here, who kind of said, "Hey, you know, you guys were pretty good up to the start, so." I don't see why defense. You can't plug some guys in the D line. That seems kind of weird to me. I don't like that. Yeah, let some offensive linemen play some D line. Give them a give them let them have some fun. You know that would be yeah. Spot. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean we're getting we're getting to a point here where, like Nitty I said, gritty. this is the second instance of a team having to travel basically across the country. I mean, you had Memphis go all the way to Hawaii. And now you have North Carolina State going all the way to San Diego. Like, I understand that college football is just ripe with money, but not in some of these other, you know, these other programs. Like, I, I know the ACC, this is probably not going to hurt the Wolfpack, but, you know, you know these, these kids get up to play a game, you're on a schedule, you're on a routine, and then you're just canceled five hours before the game. It's That was bad. It's, it's a tough one. Now, I mean, you know, the other shoe, I guess, in this argument, well, well you know, the health and safety of our players and our program is obviously paramount. It's first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that, but I mean, this couldn't have been a situation where you, you know, you just, you just figured out something was going on five hours before the game. Like there was, you know, it would have been nice to, you know, see something. I mean, especially with Hawaii too. Like, how do you, you know, you have to be able to see this two, you know, two and three days in advance, and you know, there's no escape plan for the the Holiday Bowl. I mean, it worked out with the Sun Bowl. I mean, they basically canceled the Arizona Bowl altogether because Central Michigan pulled out and went over to the Sun Bowl. I have my feelings on that one as well, too. But <laughs> we'll uh, we'll save those maybe for another time, if ever. Uh, but yeah, I don't love this whole. You know, you always you almost wonder if if COVID nineteen was the real excuse. I don't know. Yeah, and here's the thing: like even Minnesota yesterday to talk about offensive linemen playing defense. Well, Minnesota yesterday, that game we'll get to a guy who's entering the NFL draft but decided to play his final game, and he runs for a touchdown. Offensive lineman, like three hundred. 80 pound, six foot nine guy, they designed a play just for him. And that was fun for right. them. Let's say he didn't get it. Who cares? It's a bowl game. Have fun with it. If you get your brakes blown in, who cares? You, you still showed some talent. 
Guys want to play football. So, like you said, five hours before is just fishing. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think anyone's, like, super eager to put this trophy in their case. Yeah, we won the 2021 Holiday Bowl because UCLA, you know, didn't have any defensemen. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I think the only thing that, that North Carolina State cares about is the fact that I didn't realize this, but they've only won double digit games one time, one time in their 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 uh, program's history. That would have been so, huge for them. And a lot of I, I looked at a lot of the uh, the interviews afterwards, or the the reaction, I guess you could say, and uh, a lot of players were disappointed. They wanted to do something that not a lot of teams had done it. Not even Russell Wilson's te- North Carolina State teams had done that. Mm. So it's, uh, I mean, that's kind of a bummer. But like I said, you know, throw out some offensive linemen. Let them have fun. These bowl games are so irrelevant now. They've become so irrelevant thanks to the NCAA uh, that let's just have fun with them. Run some, like you said, run some trick plays. Let uh, let a wide linebacker play. Yeah, who cares, man? Let some of these younger scholarship players. I mean, I don't know. It's just, who who cares anymore? Let's just have some games. Let let the kids play. Now these, if, if, if it gets canceled altogether and no replacement, both UCLA and NC State just—they're just the players, especially the seniors—they just lose this. It's just gone. I agree. There is now, according to the ESPN app, it's been postponed. NC State, like you said before the show, to me is looking for some p some opponents, but I don't know. I think we're getting less and less ability to do that unless yeah. you play somebody who's already played. I know they talked about like Northern Illinois was tapped maybe for the Gator Bowl. But, I mean, you know, it's so hard. And they so have their hard. feelings about Coastal Carolina. Well, some of these teams have already dispersed. Like, mm-hmm. Rutgers, they weren't even sure Rutgers was going to take the challenge of the Gator Bowl. Like, Greg Schiano had to call up and, and the program and be like, hey, you guys uh, you guys want to play some more football or what's up? Like, it's like, you know, like these, these teams have already gone home for the holidays and things like that. Like, the program isn't practicing and things like that. I mean, I, I can respect Rutgers for stepping up and wanting to do this because honestly, the Gator Bowl does still have a little bit of significance in terms of like I, when I was growing up, the Gator Bowl was one of the big bowls. So maybe that matters to Shiano, but like the Holiday Bowl, if it doesn't get made up, like who's going to care? NC State. Maybe. Maybe they can go jump in the Arizona Bowl. <laughs> right. Hey, we need a bowl game. <laughs> exactly. That's it's like what, semi-pro. That's... This is how semi-pro operates, by the way, in case you're wondering I... how poor this is being run. I got an idea. How about if one of the teams in the college football playoff can't play, we put NC State in the college football playoff? Yo, can we do that? Like, if like <laughs> Alabama has a bunch of outbreak, let's do it. Uh, let's put UCF in. They deserve to be there from four years ago. Let's put right. UCF in. Hey, guys. Remember us? I, I, I mean, this is what UCF we're doing here. UCF would point. give them the middle finger, to be fair. Oh, I don't know if they would. Ah. Oh, well. This Aaron, UCF team would get destroyed, though. So let's Aaron, we started so high. And yesterday, I mean, I'll be honest, 85 years old, you know, you're kind of wondering, but this guy lived, this was one of the, of the perfect um, thing I saw about John Madden's death was he's one of those guys you just thought was never going to die. Like he was just, he was, when you think of the name Madden, you honestly, you think football, whether you're an older person, you think about the Raiders, whether you're middle-aged, you hear, you hear his broadcasting whether you're younger and middle-aged and you hear the, the Madden video games. Now, the, he does not commentate the Madden video games anymore. Obviously, he won't now. But, Aaron, I am old enough to remember playing my Game Boy Advance SP and listening to John Madden. Oh, yeah, what a great play by that quarterback. 
I'm old enough to remember that, thank goodness. I'm so happy I got to hear his voice, albeit the older stages of his voice. This is an icon. Thoughts on John Madden before we hit a break? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you said it best. I mean, I'm in that camp of I listened or I watched him on TV broadcast. Like, you know, you have Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Oh. Matt, Madden and Summerall were the game of the week. Yes. Like, whether they were on Fox or CBS, you tuned in. Madden and Summerall, they just had this this rapport, and it was incredible. It's like Jim Nance and, and Tony are now, right? I, I personally think if they somehow were able to put some – like combine these two i think joe buck's one of the best that's just my opinion anyways i don't want to get down that tangent back to john madden i'm old enough to remember when he was on the game of the week back usually on fox him and summerall was incredible and him and summerall did the madden games and it was awesome i mean i'm 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 in the camp that had the early madden games on game gear on on you know uh you know snes and stuff like that like the old maddens before like you know like those were the great innovations of our time in in video games simulation football Exactly. I mean, I know we had Tech Mobile. Uh, Tech Mobile was really a little bit older than I was. So Madden, I was right in the bread and butter of Madden football. And you're right, forever grateful, even though I don't play Madden football anymore, forever grateful for everything that he did, winning Super Bowls as a coach, changing the game as a contributor and as a broadcaster. And it is, it's pretty terrible to see. But like you said, you know, I'm coming to an age where mortality is starting to set in on some of the guys that I followed growing up. And uh, it's always tough to see, but this is just where we're at in this time. That's fair. We have to go to a break. So we're going to go to our break with our signature five seconds of silence. Aaron, mute your mic, and we'll see you guys on the other side. This is AM Drive. Shout out John Madden. you like sports? Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway, so join us at Pick'emWars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at Pick'emWars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. 
Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Welcome back to the AM Drive here on 12 Ounce Sports. We are presented by Popple. If you host a podcast or own a small business or even have a morning show, like Aaron says, it's hard spreading the word. People want to check it out, but Aaron, will they? Yeah, you hope so. But there's new innovation in business card technology that will do it for you. Woo! It's time to grow with Popple. Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share with don't even need a Popple. Trust me, we've tried it. It works. Again, when you get your Popple in keychain, credit card, even PopSocket form, head to popl.co, enter the code in all caps, AMDRIVE for 20% off. You can also just go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the Popple logo, and you'll see the promo code um, reminded to you again. Um, Aaron, you can also download their free app, which is very good for insights on how you're doing. Yep. Most definitely. Absolutely. If you want to grow your brand, this is the way to do it, Popple.co. But make sure you um, use that promo code AMDRIVE. It gets you 20% off. And they have flash sales every once in a while, which you can also use on top of that 20% off. So. You have keychains, which I have. I need to get a card. I think the card's cool, though. Card is very. It just feels like like a brick. Like it's so it's so thick. I feel it's like just, it's nice. Just because it's a new wave in digital business cards, I'm not sure the keychain is is the best. I think the card. Those are shiny. Like it just pops. Like what is that? Oh, it's a popple. What, what? Yeah. Now the keychain is cool. You always have your keys in your pocket, so like if somebody goes boop, but I mean the Ouch. card, the shiny card, just like bang, tap that up to the screen. It's like Apple Pay. Here, have my information. Right. Absolutely. Let's get to our bowl betting bonanza. Why do we call it a bowl betting bonanza? Well, bonanza is a situation or event that creates a sudden increase in wealth, good fortune, or profits. Aaron, you're 15 and 5. I'm 13 and 7. But how did we get to this point? Well, yesterday I fell two games back and cursed the Fenway Bowl for not being played because that was one of the games that we were different on. But let's get into some of these games because I thought we would take this whole summit and just breaking them down. Houston beat Auburn 17-13, to and so that's a plus two, and that hit for both of us. Um, Aaron, SEC was bad this year, but are you surprised it was so bad they lost in a low-scoring game versus an inferior opponent? Like, this, if this was a shootout, I could see that, but they lost a, a tough, hard-nosed game to Houston. Come on, SEC. Only zero and three in the bowls now. Well, let's let's give credit where credit's due. I mean, Houston was the runner-up in the ACC or the AAC championship game. Yeah. They they had a chance. They had Cincinnati, you know, in the first half, and they're number twenty in the nation. They are theoretically better than Auburn, but at the same time, like these SEC, like you know, these SEC teams think they're just going to walk in and whip up on everybody. That's not the case. We talk about this all year now. Now, do they have good teams at the top? Absolutely. Alabama and Georgia are in the playoffs for a reason. But (laughs) 
I just don't like this narrative. Like, I mean, Florida loses to UCF, you know, Auburn loses to here. Well, these aren't our good team. Well, you guys say you're the best conference in football. Then show it. And the conference is 14 teams or 12 teams. I think it's 14 teams now. So you have a 14 team conference. Like it can't just be based on your two top teams. Now, are they really good? Absolutely. But I hate this narrative like, oh, it just means more when we want it to mean more. Right. It's like Florida. Oh, we didn't get up for that game. But if you beat UCF, you you would have been, oh, yeah. Oh, they would have talked a lot. And they're still talking. Oh, why don't you guys crown yourself another mythical national championship? I've seen that one, too. Yeah, Florida should know about mythical national championships. Still, they haven't won in 10, 15 years. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, but I guess it's almost 15 years now. But Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, look, Houston was a better team. I actually wonder, really... Houston's situation here because I think they were going to beat them by more than this. I think they were going to. I thought they were going to handle them pretty, pretty, uh, pretty easily. But you know, Auburn, was eh. Auburn kept it in there, and uh, ultimately we got the cover and the hit, and the Houston money line came through. And I'm glad Ooh. my I'm glad my uh, I'm glad my Freudian slip uh, helped out the cause here because I, I initially when I was reading it yesterday I said Auburn plus or Auburn minus two, and it's not what. Oh, I mean. well, I mean. <laughs> So here's the thing. I believe Auburn was like – because they had a good start to the season. I remember when we had Philly Pete on and we had Penn State versus Auburn. But then Bo Nix got hurt, and that was the end of that. And they lost like four games in the season. One thing about Auburn, though, was that they had a good defensive line. You know how SEC teams are with the defense. Well, apparently that didn't work out too well. The fact that Houston held up, Aaron, it actually shows me a changing of the – a changing of the narrative here in college football. Like there's been for so long – SEC and Big Ten. This is the weakest I've ever seen the SEC look since I've been a fan of it. Sure. I mean, they do look weak overall. I mean, the thing is, is yes, a top-tier G5 team can has the ability to go in and beat a middle-tier SEC team. There's no Fair. doubt about that. We've seen it a lot of times. I mean, Houston walked in and beat Florida State one year in the Peach Bowl. Like, this happens. Like, you can't just walk in and expect to beat these G5 teams. Now, if you walk in against... A middle tier G five team, yeah, you're probably going to beat them. But these these upper tier G five teams, I mean, some of them are even going into P five conferences in a couple of years. So it just you can't walk in here and take these teams lightly, especially especially if they're ranked. I mean, I Houston agree. won. Houston won fair and square. I don't care what the narrative is. I understand that the, the Auburn's now six and seven. Don't care. The, that stuff means that means something to these G five teams. You know, a little bit of sneak preview. I know we're going to talk about college football playoff a little bit later. I have not made my Cincinnati and Alabama pick. This Houston game gave me a little bit more confidence in a, in a certain lean, if you will. Because I this is the same Auburn team that played Alabama. I don't care right. if they got up for the game or not. Screw that. No. This team played, I mean, without you're gonna tell me a, a top defensive cornerback is gonna be the reason why the team lost? No. This team got handled by Houston. I don't care what your excuses are, but like we talked about it, we, we say these bowl games don't matter, and maybe to some of the people they don't, but if they don't matter, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you lose. If you lose, matter you to lose. Houston. It mattered to Houston. There you go. Air Force beat Louisville, Louisville, 31 to 28. Louisville. And Louisville. So, okay, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm gagging myself when I say that. We both had the Air Force pick them, so that's another green check for us. Mm-hmm. So a couple things about this game. Malik Cunningham. The um, Louisville quarterback actually decided he's going to return next year. And as the broadcasters were saying during the game, that means um, there's also more wide receivers coming back as well. So Louisville has another chance at a good at a good season next year. 
However, Air Force's Hazik or yeah, Hazik Daniels had a monster game. Nine of ten, 252 yards, two touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. His most ever passing yards. Aaron, I'm surprised this was a three-point game. Air Force controlled him. Well, Air Force got out, yeah, pretty well to kind of control the game, and 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 Louisville came back and and well made it a game. Let's call it that. But uh, you know, ultimately, I don't think that uh, Louisville was ready for the aerial attack. I mean, yeah. Air Force doesn't throw the ball like this. I, I I'd be shocked if they threw the ball ten times in two games. Right. Um. So it looked it looked like a pretty good game plan uh, for the Air Force coach there, and it uh, worked out, and they were able to hold on. I mean, Malik Cunningham. Could be back next year, bigger, better than ever. But this was a tough loss for them, and they're going to have to go into the offseason and and really kind of use this as a motivational uh, tool because they did well on defense. I mean, in terms of uh, a team that averages 341 yards per game on the ground was held to only 170. So right. they, held them, they held them to half their average. But it was because they threw a wrinkle in the game plan in terms of throwing the ball. Zeke Daniels. A career, I mean, a career high, 252 yards, kind of usually lets you know that this isn't really a, a, a passing team by nature. So, And yeah. then 28 uh, points in the first half that kind of had to hold on for dear life at the end there. Also be real here, Hazik Daniels, those were some of the most wide-open plays I've seen since Dwayne Haskins at Ohio State. They were they I mean, were they thrown were off. Pre- that was bad defense. They, they were not prepared for that at all. Absolutely, they were thrown off for sure. Shout-out Air Force. Um, so next game I want to get to is not on the docket, but I, it, it, it did happen. We did it forget was, about it because it was so bad. <laughs> right. So Texas Tech came into the game against their former head coach at Mississippi State. And I'll be honest, as a 10-point underdog against your former coach, a coach that's been talking a little bit of crap, to say the least, Aaron, Texas Tech slapped him in the mouth and didn't let him come up for air. This was bad for Mississippi State. And, oh, wait, that's 0-4 SEC, by the way. Yep, 0-4. Yeah, it's this this one I was shocked by as well. I mean, Texas Tech, a very average football team. Now, the whole situation where, you know, Mike Leach, these players didn't play for Mike Leach. Like, Mike Leach was fired in 2009, so we're talking almost. They owe me one. Over a decade. Yeah, they owe me one. And, uh, well, they gave it to you. They gave you a punch (laughs) in your damn mouth. And uh, you get one touchdown, I think it was 10-7, and then uh, and that was it. Right. Boom. You know, that was it. You just, you were done. Like, sh- you know, shut the door, turn the lights off. Mississippi State was just done. But you're right, 0-4 now. Good one. 0-4 in these, uh, in these bowl games. It was, uh, it was a tough one for us because I think we both thought Mississippi State would try to run, run the score up, and uh, <laughs> uh, they did. It was only just for Texas Tech. <laughs> and Will Rogers wasn't very impressive either. Uh, no, no, he was not. I mean, one touchdown in he that spot. He could have broken Dak Prescott records and he just didn't come close. Well, he threw for 290, but I mean, they were behind the whole way. So, you know, 53 right. attempts for 290 yards. Yeah, you're right. It's not great. Yeah. And then, of course, West Virginia, Minnesota. Okay, and I said it before we ended the show yesterday. I'll say it again. I get it. I was wrong. I knew Minnesota. I had a feeling Minnesota because Minnesota played the Big Ten teams. And West Virginia played some Big 12 teams close, but they were not the Big Ten all year. And this goes to show you right here, boy, Minnesota manhandled these boys. It was like 18 to 6. Mm-hmm. But that's, there was nothing going on here. There was just a – West Virginia, again, had no offense. Their defense was good, but that was nothing to say here besides they got, they got punched. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they were missing their leading rusher who didn't play. So Minnesota was already kind of short, or excuse me, uh, West Virginia was already kind of uh, shorthanded in that spot. So they, it was just, they were behind the eight ball from the get go. And, um, you know, it just didn't work out. And it, I mean, it was a closer game than I thought it would be. But yeah, ultimately, right. ultimately, give me that two game, uh, two game lead with the check mark in my spot there. Minnesota yeah, minus the, five coming through. Screw the Fenway Bowl once again. Yeah. The Fenway Bowl was what? Nebraska versus who? Oh, Lord. I don't even know anymore. I, I gave up. <laughs> yeah, we've we've already moved on from the Fenway Bowl. Well, now we get the Pinstripe Bowl because you know the Yankees are so much better than the Red Sox. Apparently, I'm kidding. Must so, not run either. Right, Pinstripe Bowl between Virginia Tech and Maryland at Yankee Doodle Stadium. On Maryland, I mean, this is Yankee Stadium. Maryland is minus four, and Aaron, I had a struggle with this one. I like my guy Talia Tagovailoa, who was actually an Alabama commit. Yes, he is to his brother. Ha ha. Here's the thing. Both teams are very seem to be evenly matched. But I feel like Maryland's passing defense is not as good. I mean, their their numbers are very similar. So I hate saying this for Talia's sake. I know the Maryland, they skidded through the they lost the last few games, which may be why it is only four. I'm going Virginia Tech plus four, and I have a feeling you're going Maryland. Well, I, I did kind of struggle with this as well because a fully staffed and healthy Virginia Tech team probably could beat Maryland or at least keep it close within the four number. But no coach, no starting quarterback, um, no one of their top wide receivers, no defensive end, uh, Amari Barno. And uh, and their second, I think their second or third leading receiver, Tavian Robinson, is also in the, uh, in, in the transfer portal as well. So... Uh, it just seems like it's a shorthanded situation. Virginia Tech really doesn't have super much interest in 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 doing, you know, trying to win this game. Just trying to get through it, I think, is the situation here. They got an interim coach again. Justin Fuente was fired uh, last month, so it's just I don't know. I, I can't see a spot where we really want to be on plus four here in the spot. So for me, it's it's Maryland minus four with the Tagovailoa. I'm. Charlotte, you mentioned those guys considering the Virginia Tech running back is actually expected to play. Well, Black yeah. Your guy. Yeah, but that's all they got is a running back. <laughs> they got nothing all else. Right. I mean, hey, I'm not saying it. You never know. It could happen. I mean, he, he, uh, he you know, Virginia Tech has, has upset teams in the past when it didn't seem like the, uh, it seemed like the odds were against them. I think Tech's defense is good enough to keep this one close. Quite possibly. We'll see. The Cheese It Bowl. Eric, what's your favorite Cheese It? I didn't know there were multiple options. I don't like Jesus. I don't, I don't like Jesus. Like white cheddar. Anyways, Clemson, Iowa State, as we try to wrap it up here, I got Clemson's defense minus two and a half. Yeah, I got Clemson as well. They're playing They're playing pretty well to end the season here, despite, you know, the, the slow start. I know they were, what, one and three or two and three out of the gate. Right. But Dabo's got these boys playing. Both coordinators are gone, which is a little – a little scary for me in this spot, but I just I don't trust I don't trust Iowa State in this matchup. They're just not a very good team. They're they were supposed to be a good team, and really they've just been a big disappointment this year, especially in the Big Twelve. That should have been their their conference, but it didn't you know it didn't work. So give me the good defense in Clemson. Nobody missing their game, and uh, nobody you know nobody going to be out. And hopefully DJ can uh, turn it on here in his uh, 
final game of this this tough, tough first year at quarterback. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Clemson two and a half here. Kayvon Thibodeau is not going to play the Oregon game against Oklahoma. Caleb Williams is. And I know Oklahoma's also missing four starters on defense as well. But, Aaron, I think Caleb Williams airs it out, and I think Oklahoma wins the game by more than seven. I don't like that, though. I'm okay with I'm okay with it. I just don't love it. So you're taking OU minus seven, is that what you're saying? Yes. All right, I am actually on. Uh, I'm actually on Oregon in this spot. Uh, yeah, other Good. than Kayvon Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau really hasn't played much all year. He's been hurt a few different times this year. Uh, so you'll have a chance to get uh, get two games if possible. This Tie week. you back up, sir. Hey, quite possibly. Um, I think Oklahoma ultimately wins this game. It's going to be closer than I anticipate. Oregon, the last few times we've seen Oregon on the field, it has not gone well. And I don't really, really love this pick. I'm simply just fading the public at this spot um, right now because what I see is 75% of the action on the spread is toward the Sooners. And we got Bob Stoops back at the helm for this one game. That's weird. I'd like to see him win the game, but ultimately I think Oregon will keep it close. Fair enough. We come back to the AM Drive presented by Popple. Code AM Drive for 20% off. Tom Brady almost got fined for his tablet toss. Will the Colts be with Carson Wentz or without him? Jags want a coach. And we're talking Coswell playoff for the first time in a while. This is Mike. This is AM Drive with Mike and Aaron. We'll be right back. You like sports? Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway, so join us at Pick'emWars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at Pick'emWars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a Pro Plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top-performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything.
All right, and welcome back to the AM Drive here on 12 Ounce Sports, and we are presented by Vice Golf is right there, and it's very simple. They make the best ball at the lowest price, and they ship it directly to your door. Did you forget about your friend for Christmas? Is he that friend a golfer like Mike, who's won, what, two Vice Golf amateur tournaments now? Yes. Oh, now he's breaking things. I broke my trophy. <laughs> he broke his trophy. I'll we'll have to get him another one. Oh, this year, sorry, it's canceled due to COVID. We just... Uh, we just pulled out five hours before the tournament started. Oh, so. come on. But visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com today. Click the Vice Golf logo and get those best balls at the lowest price shipped to you directly to your door with ViceGolf.com. It's got another order. Woo-hoo. Nice. Cool. That means, <laughs> that means you lost all the balls from your previous order? Yeah. Yikes. Right. Well, you can personalize those balls. That way, when you go into the woods, you can find them, That the, the find the ones that are yours. Fair point. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Make sure you click the Vice Golf logo. Amen. Let's rock and roll. Tom Brady, oh, Lord, he almost got fined, and he was actually warned for tossing the tablets. Aaron, this was an interesting look. He went on his podcast called Let's Go, <laughs> funny, on SiriusXM, and he kind of said that it was kind of weird that he got almost got fined because he's like, I give you guys marketing. But, Aaron, if I was Microsoft, I'd be pissed, too, considering it's a $400 million contract. And they're like, hey, this guy's just saying screw the Microsoft Surface tablet, right? Yeah, I think it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. I give you guys pretty good marketing because, right. really, he threw the tablet and it burst. You know, The screen cracked. It was unusable. So, really, the marketing you're giving him is, hey, this thing is not durable. This thing sucks! <laughs> this thing's no good. Like, right. um, I don't know. This This is a weird one, like... I mean, I've seen we've seen many of these guys throw tablets, and why this? Why one is was, this one? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Why is this one singled out? I mean, it's Tom Brady, so I mean, we've seen the you know the famous Rogers incident where he threw a tablet as well. I don't remember this kind of uh, you know brouhaha, but especially since the game was that game was what two weeks ago, right? So, I mean, we're still talking. We're still talking about this game. Wow, Dennis Allen and the, and the Saints did a number on the on the Buccaneers for this game. Um, you know, for me, I, I don't know. It's it, the, the the I haven't seen the tweet, but according to this article that that I'm reading here is is that CJ Gardner Johnson said, "Hey, Surface, can y'all or Microsoft, can you send me a new Surface tablet? I need to give give it to my friend who broke this. Thank you, Merry Christmas." That one's that one was pretty good, but unfortunately, I, I guess it's been deleted. That's a, that's quite unfortunate. I'm sure the NFL had to come over and uh, delete that one because of the exclusive tablet deal i don't know whatever it's right this is just becoming uh, this whole game is just, just this this nine nothing shutout just doesn't seem to go away good but it has nothing to do with the shutout right aaron um a little bit of side note here kyle guy probably will get more playing time because the heat of out of pj tucker max Struess, and gabe vincent to covid 19 protocols kyle guy's about to get a big opportunity i might watch the next game Kyle Guy, starting guard for the Heat. Woo! Oh, wildly great. I'd buy a jersey against the Taylor and see if he's signing the rest of the year. It'd be awesome. You could buy a jersey. Even if he doesn't get signed, see if he'll he'll sign the jersey. Send it to him. Kyle Guy, Miami Heat jersey. That'd be awesome. Get it at Fanatics, though. Better. All right. With or without Wentz. Carson Wentz um, has tested positive. And by the way, according to the media, he's unvaccinated. Not that that gives a crap. Considering Carson Wentz has clearly said he didn't give a reason. He's just like, right, guys, it's okay. I have a family decision here. I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Um, Here's the deal. If 
Carson Wentz does not start the game Sunday. He could, but he might not. Brett Hundley's on the practice squad. Sam Ellinger is the star-studded rookie, my guy. So here's the thing. You may expect me to say Sam Ellinger here. Aaron, with a playoff spot on the line, I got to go Brett Hundley. If I'm the Las Vegas Raiders, I'm signing Brett Huntley off the practice squad. Make you start Sam Ellinger. Please. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ellinger's your boy here. Like, what's up? You don't want you don't want him with the playoff spot on the line? Not with the playoff spot on the line. I feel like I, that's just too much for a rookie. I don't care. Even though I like him. I'd, I, I, to be fair, Brett Huntley, you think Carson Wentz relies on the run? That will be a complete game. He will really be coaching from the sidelines watching Jonathan Taylor run the football if we start Brett Hundley. Now let me ask you this. So you feel more confident with a guy who can't even crack the roster who's on the practice squad versus a guy that they believe is fitting enough to be the backup quarterback? <laughs> you know what's And obviously the offensive coordinator did say, hey, you know, this guy, he's ready. He's we got a playbook for him. He's ready. Huh. Oh, well, like you said, thinking. when you have the current best running back in the league based on rushing yards. And the best backup quarterback, possibly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, you go with that. I just can't I, – I don't think it's the right move to, to, to grab the guy off the practice squad. I mean, usually practice squad guys are desperation moves in this spot. So uh, it's got to be Sam Ellinger, in my opinion. But at the same time, now that they've reduced the protocol uh, for quarantine time yeah. from 10 days to 5 days – there's belief that Carson Wentz could still play this game. Now, but if he can't, I will not be mad. Are you hoping that – what are you expecting out of this team? Like, they're not going to just – like, Wentz doesn't, you know, command 30 tosses a game. So, all of a sudden, they're not going to do that for Ellinger in this spot. I'll just ask Carson Wentz. I'm going to hear – let me get on the phone real quick. Hey, Carson Wentz, your immune system, push that fever up a little bit. Luckily for for uh, well, whoever starts. Luckily for them, that this game's at home, and it's against the Raiders. No offense. Yeah, I mean the Raiders actually are better on the road, though, <laughs> at least record wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 quite unfortunate, but here we are, a situation that unvaccinated or vaccinated. Look, guys, like let's just move on from this. Like we're not. I'm I mean, they tired of the media saying that crap. They find Cole Beasley upwards of like a hundred thousand dollars for violating some protocols and stuff. I don't know, it's just crazy. It's you, you might have to worry if you're the Colts more about you know Darius Leonard, Quentin Nelson, and Rockison yep. on this COVID list more than than Carson Wentz necessarily. And those are key components of our team too. I agree. Speaking of Colts, how about Jim Caldwell and is among the names listed for the Jaguars coaching job. You've also got Doug Peterson, Kellen Moore, because he keeps on popping. I, I, I'm not a fan of Kellen Moore. I just, I'm just not a fan. Even, even if you take with the Boise State quarterbacking part of it out, I'm just not a fan of his play calling. He, he's oh yeah, I feel like he's regressed since Kellen Moore has became the offensive coordinator. I know Tommy Pollard does look good, but come on. So you've also got guys like what's articles longer than I thought? Ah, uh-huh. you got Byron Leftwich who. I think it's a it's about a Jaguars fit. Come on now. You got defensive coordinator Todd Bowles. Ah, not a fan of that. I feel like you almost have to go with either Nathaniel Hackett or Byron Leftwich. Although to me, Jim Caldwell deserves it the most. I mean, what does deserve mean? I mean, Jim Caldwell's fine, but he's also hasn't been 
you know, he hasn't been a head coach in four years. Like, what's, you know, what's going on with that situation? Like, he hasn't had a ton of interviews right now. He's, what's he doing right now? I don't think he's even in the league. Correct me if I'm wrong. He, I don't think he is either. Yeah. I think like, he was right. with the Lions last. I mean, he, okay. he coached the coach of the Super Bowl. In what Super Bowl? Saints. I thought that was Tony Dungy. No, we, he was the Bears. Oh, yeah, you're right. He was. Uh, oh, fair enough. All right. Um, back to the uh, – he was he was a quarterback's coach in Miami in 2019. So he really hasn't been in the league in two years. No, no disrespect to Jim Caldwell. I know everybody loves Jim Caldwell because he got a bad rap in – And he's black. In, uh, okay, wow, that, that happened. I'm just saying. Uh, but there's other there's other black, there's other black guys on this list, though. Yeah, there's been an issue. There's why hasn't – they think Jim Caldwell got blackballed is what I'm saying. Yeah, that, I mean, like a, I'm just saying. I mean, to be fair, like let I understand, like he got screwed over in Detroit, but let's not act, right. let's not act like he was winning double digit games. Fair enough. Like he had two winning, he had three winning records and two playoff appearances. I 100 percent agree he got screwed in Detroit, but does that mean he necessarily should be another head coach somewhere else? No, maybe back in Detroit, I, I could agree with that, but. Like, I don't know. Anyways, I don't want to dump on Caldwell. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just don't think he's the right fit here. I actually think either either side of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, of the ball, I think Leftwich or Todd Bowles, I think this is the way. I don't think you want defense here. I think you want offense. I got to go offensive coordinator. And that's fine. And I think ultimately Byron Leftwich makes the most sense. He's a fan favorite. He was loved by the Jacksonville, you know, loved by the fans. He was one of the best quarterbacks in Jacksonville history. Which is saying a lot. And what do you have to lose? He makes the most sense. He's the complete opposite of Urban Meyer, which is exactly what you want to rid your franchise of that embarrassment. And he's a, so, like you said, he's a quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence is the guy you're trying to develop here. And yes, it doesn't hurt that he's African American. Lord. Oh, uh, don't even start. You just brought that whole big bag of elephant in the room there. So I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I mean, I, I honestly think if they end up going with Doug Peterson, this hire will be scrutinized. Well, no, I don't think it's a swing and the miss. It might actually work, but oh. it's going to be scrutinized by people who said you had better options out there. I mean, Byron Leftwich and, and Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, don't forget, he was a coach. He was a coach of the Jets. It didn't go well. So, yep. I mean, if they go with – I think Kellen Moore would be the ultimate swing and the miss. Oh, I, think, you, I think Cowboys team as a coordinator, Dan Quinn, is – Deserving of a spot here, considering what he's doing with the Cowboys defense, but yeah, Byron Leftwich is the home run here. I think Byron Leftwich would be, whether it works out in the end, it would be the most accepted hire by Jaguar fans. Fair enough. If there are any. There's a few sprinkled out there. They show up on they show up on new head coach day and they show up on the draft. That's about it. Oh, okay. So let's get to almost there. Some college football talk. The playoff, to be more specific. Aaron, so this is an interesting spot here because, what's today, Wednesday, and then tomorrow we got Cody on, and then Friday we are going to have to make our picks for, the, for these games. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's plus 13 and a half. The question I asked for you is this Alabama team, are you how confident on like a scale of 0 to 100%? What percentage are you confident that Alabama can win by two touchdowns? I know Beck said 42-14. Oh, man. If I'm putting a percentage on it, you know, if they come out and play like they did against Georgia, it's 
80, 85%. Now, are they, are they going to come out the team that played like Auburn and Florida? Yikes. Uh, it's really not, uh, it's really what can the Bearcats do to stop them? Because we think we know that Alabama's going to get theirs. I, I mean, I, they're one of the best offenses in the nation. They have a Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback. But the Bearcats are second in the nation in pass defense. Problem is, they can also run the ball. <laughs> and, you know, while, you know, Bryce Young had 4,300 yards, 43 touchdowns, you know, they've, they've got running backs as well. I mean, Robinson is one of the leads the charge here, and he's probably going to be a pro as well. He's just putting out this stable of running backs at Alabama. Uh, it's, just, it's really how, how long can Cincinnati keep up and put that shred of doubt in their mind of can we hang close and ultimately maybe beat this team? So as far as covering uh, 13 and a half, if we get a regular Alabama team, regular to great Alabama team, I'm probably 65% sure that they can cover that. I'm 65% in general here. I'm just, okay. something is screaming, if this is the year an underdog team makes you look good, it's going to be this year with Cincinnati. Because they did, like Beck said, win it last year against Georgia. Well, if that, if, if that Alabama team that shows up against Auburn is is also showing up here in the playoff, I think Cincinnati might win this game. I agree. Georgia but, minus seven and a half against Michigan, Aaron. Is Michigan that much worse? Because I don't think they are. So I think Beck nailed it on the head yesterday. If Michigan can't run the football, Caden McCaffrey is not uh, it. Is not it. He's done. They're done. If they can't run the football, they're done. So that being said, we talk about Georgia again, and, and just a quick tidbit: you give Nick Saban the month to prepare for this game. You have to give a, an ultimate advantage to Alabama against Cincinnati. You give Kirby Smart a month to prepare for this game. Ultimately, what he's going to do is take away the run, and that's 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 what a lot of teams have been doing. I mean, even uh, you know, with the situation like the, the blowout against Ohio State, Kay McCaffrey didn't do anything throwing the football. Yep, didn't do anything, and take the game against. Uh, um, Iowa in the in the Big Ten final. I mean, they didn't really do anything through the air. They had some trick plays. I mean, they had the run the football, and then they had short fields. Like, I, I think this line is appropriate. And does it mean that Michigan can't cover it? No, absolutely. I think they absolutely can. But ultimately, I think that uh, it's going to be a tough one uh, for or for excuse me for Michigan to really be in this. And they obviously don't have history on their side either. Fair enough. We come back. It's time again to the buzz. We're talking NBA and NHL. It's the drive is not over. So stick around. We'll be right back. You like sports? Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pickemwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pickemwars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron. 
might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap, because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch, at amdrive.online. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. All right, it's the final segment here of the AM Drive here on this hump day, December 29th, and we are presented by Fanatics. If you're looking for the sports fan, sports gear for that fan in your life, Fanatics has got you covered. It's very simple. Head over to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F. Click the F to get over to Fanatics and start shopping today for that sports fan or yourself in your life. It's Fanatics and it's the AM Drive, a partnership made in heaven. All right, Mikey, Ooh. let's let's get into this buzz here. We're going to start with the NBA with your boy Michael Carvelis. Let's go. Let's go, Mizzle. Okay. So, Greg Monroe, as Aaron mentioned earlier, as the 541st player used in a game this season, which is an NBA record, which means COVID, go away, please. Although, for the sake of Kyle Guy and Greg Monroe, shout out. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant's have cleared protocol from COVID. And so the Nets could be back at full strength. James Harden's looked better recently. And on the road, the Nets will be at full strength. Congratulations, Kyrie. DeAndre Ayton, the Phoenix Suns big man, has re-signed with Puma. The sh- yes, it's a shoe. And he will also give back what? So I know what Puma is, yeah. Right. <laughs> he will also give back to the Bahamas as part of his deal he said his family is huge on giving back. Nice. He also feels like he's an anchor of this whole thing in terms of signing a shoe deal with someone not named Nike or Under Armour or whatever. That's fair. Jordan Clarkson of the Utah Jazz called out a Spurs fan that crossed the line. Clarkson actually went up to this guy ready to punch him in the mouth. But his teammates held him back. And Jordan Clarkson hits a key end one at the end of the game. But Jordan Clark, you said there's some things you just don't say. And Aaron, I feel like we've had that conversation a little bit too much on the show. And Steph Curry, his 3,000th three-pointer last night in a loss to the Nuggets. The Warriors were held at 88 points. Ugh. My top five next Tuesday might be a little bit different again. <laughs> Aaron, what's see. buzzing in the NHL? So the NHL, there's shreds of optimism followed by an overwhelming wave of pessimism, unfortunately. Uh, Shades of optimism. If it happens, we do have the Winter Classic coming up here. It's the 13th iteration of the Winter Classic. 
the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild will be playing from Target Field. Yes, if you're familiar with that, it's the home of the Minnesota Twins. Outdoor hockey um, is hit or miss. A lot of times it's hit, but there are some missed games as well. This last, the Lake Tahoe game with Vegas and Colorado was not great. But we've had some good we've had some good winter classic games, and hopefully this is another iteration of the good kind. All right, that was the optimism, the, the pessimism. Oh, the man. NHL cancels nine more games all in Canada, citing restrictions on attendance because the major oh. markets in provinces have tightened regulations on crowd sizes. Obviously, the players have voiced their frustration time and time again. Actually, that voice is getting louder in the NHL to the point where the NHL is in early considerations of moving the Canadian teams to temporary locations here in the States. Oh. I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen, but all depending on how Canada continues to handle the COVID situation, it just might. Uh, and the United States has been forced to forfeit their game uh, against, I believe it was Sweden. Oh, no, Switzerland uh, because of COVID-19 testing among the players and the U.S. team. They were forced to forfeit a game. This is where we're at here. We're running the World Juniors, yes. Yeah. Uh, we are at a point where we are trying to run a normal life and being sideswiped by COVID that so much. I understand ultimately they're saying that this shouldn't affect the U.S.'s ability to move on, but we're forfeiting games now in major tournaments, and it's just it's just an ugly scene when these kind of things happen. I understand the bowl games. You know, being canceled, yeah, they ultimately don't mean anything. But the World Juniors is a big deal. And to have to be forfeiting games like this is, it's 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 disappointing, to say the least. Let's call it that. I agree. Did you see the game last night when the Sharks beat the Coyotes 8-7? to seven? Uh, I did not see that game. Sounds like you did, though. Yeah, I did. And apparently a lot of players, because there was a, I know the Golden Knights won 6-3 to three in mm-hmm. their game against the Kings. And apparently, um... They blame the high scoring because of the COVID layoff. I don't know what your thoughts on that is. I mean, it's possible the goalies didn't quite get back, you know, back into it here. But uh, I will tell you this: you have nine goals, nine goals, and fifteen goals. There's definitely some scoring last night. Absolutely. Fair enough, Aaron. I hope our car has enough gas so you can take us home. Absolutely. Uh, to end the show here, I do want to say happy birthday to my sister. She turns. 21 today a big number there uh so happy birthday to you or whatever you're doing today just be safe and uh we do have four more bowl games tomorrow hopefully mike will not be tied with me maybe i'll have a four game lead by then which would be a good uh good step for me i did fill out my bowl games for pickamores so uh if you want to try to beat me sign up for pickamores.com or pickamores.com today using pickamores.com slash fly it's right there below mike also, tomorrow we will have World Hockey Report host, 12-ounce co-owner, and the voice, the new voice of the Saskatchewan Rush of the NLL, Cody Jansen, will be on the show tomorrow talking all things probably hockey, World Juniors, a little bit of lacrosse, and just an all-around great guy who's just going to come on the show and help us out there. So, for that being said, I want to make sure that you guys visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com to hear past shows, visit the sponsors, do everything. Everything you can do AM Drive related is on MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Visit us at all of our social media accounts, at AM Drive TV, at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And, of course, we are live here on the 12-ounce bevy of networks, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, each and every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. It's for myself and Michael Carvelis. We appreciate you guys listening. Have a great day on your Wednesday here, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.
Drive safe.